Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Out of Character. And as always, I have Cotton with us. Hello. Hi, y'all. How's it going? And also with us tonight, we have Bamps as a guest. Hello. Hello. There's also a kitty in the bed with me. That Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Let's hope that Cat can... I like how you transition that awesome to be like he's here. Like, yeah, the cat. Awesome. Yeah, awesome. Cat. Listen, awesome. Awesome. We've got three awkward <laughs> motherfuckers here. It's going to be a good podcast. <laughs> well, you know, I haven't had Prosecco like you've had Prosecco. It's the bubbles. Uh, it's the bubbles. <laughs> but, Bamps, you are here to talk to us about this new GM prepping that you've developed, which. I mean, this this month is our sixth friend anniversary, and uh, since day one, you have always claimed to be the lazy GM, and this kind of flies in the face of that for me. Yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. I guess that is correct. So, what made you decide that you had to start doing prep? I guess the shortest way to put it is my brain eating. Hmm. Okay. So. What I would say we didn't do prep is because I would have this thing where you write stuff down and then it kind of just gets out of your head. And I would prefer to keep things in my head so that when I have these ideas, they would bump up against each other and idea babies would be born off of those ideas. As some people may have noticed in the vampire game, there are a lot of story threads that are going on that all have a lot of things happening. And in addition to that, it was just like... There is so much stuff that I need to get out of my head. Because in addition to the vampire stuff, I have this idea for an evil D&D fantasy game. I have this idea for time-traveling time cops that are like Quantum Leap slash Sliders slash... There was another time-traveling TV show that I don't remember. I have these ideas now for a Valentine's Day special short game next year. And just other things that were in my head. So I need to start writing some of them down to get them out. Have you tried writing them down into like eight different notebooks stashed in various places around your house, car, and work? <laughs> uh, not exactly, but I have a little DM purse that is next to me that we'll talk about later. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Taking notes. So, yeah. I've I've done that uh, cotton where I like oh I'll just I'll just get this journal and I'll start jotting things down and next thing you know I'm like where did I put that journal? Yep. <laughs> or I put it away and like eh, and I just forget about it like it's out of my head now I don't have to think about it anymore and it just sits there in a drawer or on a shelf and just nothing happens with it. Yep. Been there. So, yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So babes, take us through it. Uh, you realized you needed to do some prep, but you also realized you needed to do this in an organized way. So this all started about a month ago um, because there were going to be things specifically. And we'll talk about, I guess, Vampire for a little bit because the episode mm-hmm. that will have, I guess, maybe like the last two episodes that got released. I don't know. When's this coming out? Uh, Two weeks. Okay. Yeah. So like the last two episodes that are going to be called Knocking on Heaven's Door. There was Mm -hmm. the vampires going against a team of vampire hunters, and they were going to bring some ally vampire NPCs with them, and it's like, I need to get this in a way that I am consistent with what I'm doing. I didn't want to say roll five dice for vampire hunter number two to shoot somebody one turn, and then screw up, forget how many dice I rolled and rolled dice. And now all of a sudden I've hit one of my players by one and I do a giant pile of damage and they die. Because there is, and was, since it's recorded in the past, actual room for player death in this situation. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to make sure that I was consistent, uh, I guess fair, and didn't didn't flub things too much. So okay. I have little index cards... I guess I could put up a a list of them on like a Google Drive folder or something when this posts that you can check in the description to to see them. Mm-hmm. Uh, for all the vampire hunters, I had a little half sheet of paper for the friendly 
Empire NPCs that were brought along, and I had them all sitting on my desk so that I could reach out and touch and draw on them and stuff. That was the that was the impetus for I need to be organized because there's yeah. a lot of moving parts coming up, and I want to make sure I'm consistent and I'm not just you know improving this completely. It had to be created. Yeah, if I was going to kill one of the PCs, I wanted to make sure that I didn't fudge it. Okay. Uh, all right. So you you had this desire. You needed to to do this. So what did you do in order to get ready? I mean, I think the number one thing was you realized you couldn't stay home and do this. Yes. Okay. Because I'm I don't know how you guys prep uh, mm-hmm. your stuff, but. I also imagine when you're sitting at home at your computer, your desk, or something like that, uh, I know that you both have cats. Mm-hmm. And I know how cats are. Mm-hmm. And I know how clicking through YouTube and Netflix and TikTok and Reddit and Facebook and social media is, is a big distraction. Mm-hmm. So the inspiration from this came from one of those sets of videos that I was watching. Um I know that Jupe is familiar with this, and some listeners will be. Uh, Cotton, have you heard of Bochi the Rock? No, but she posted... Well, I have, because he posted a link about it, and it was on my list of things to look at. It was like a therapist Rex to Bochi the Rock, and I'm yes. guessing it's some type of emotionally relevant anime. So the anime is about a bunch of high school girls that get together and make a band. Ooh. Okay. okay. I can dig that. That actually sounds... Oh, yeah, I'm in. Continue. It's it's really good. The relevant part came up from that therapist, who is a narrative therapist, which the the difference to my understanding is somebody who has no background anywhere near any of that stuff, is that he specializes in helping people change the narrative of something that has happened to get you to look at situations in a different light that give you more control over what's going on. Okay. It's uh, a, a very, like, napkin-written-down description that is probably not entirely accurate. The important okay. thing is he is very psychologically licensed therapist. Yeah. And we don't have any of those, I don't think, who listen to our podcast. So, like, so that well, we can say whatever we want, really. We have the ultimate freedom. You know? So I, I actually asked his permission as to whether or not to use his quotes and his links for the video in this so that we I can talk about it specifically. Um, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thank you, Brady, if you actually <laughs> listen to this. But uh, going back to the anime for a second, one of the characters, her name is Rio, and she is the one that is going to write the music for their original songs. One of the other characters, the main character, is going to write the lyrics. And they're sitting down talking about band stuff. They're talking about this song, and she's saying that She's waiting for inspiration to strike to write the music for the song. Something I think we can all relate to, right? Yes. Especially Definitely. when it comes to NPCs, storyline, whatever is coming up next. I don't know. I tend to just like make myself... I mean, I procrastinate, but I'm aware that it's, it's an active thing. I don't... And maybe, maybe it's just a lack of, of general creativity, but I've never been one who has to like wait. Does that make sense? It's like one of those things where it's like, okay, I know I have to sit down and do prep and mm-hmm. you just put it off because you don't feel, you don't have that creative spark yeah. that comes to it. I imagine, Cotton, you may have had something similar to this when you're sitting there thinking, man, what kind of magic items can I make specifically for one of my players? You start okay. kind of brainstorming. Apparently none, because he doesn't like yeah. to get those out. Hi, <laughs> I, I... <laughs> five e, google.com 5e space weapon space un, rarity common un, <laughs> yeah but then then you scroll through that list of suggestions that people have come up with elsewhere and you read through them until you get an idea you get an inspiration for how you can give one of these to your players and how it'll fit with their character their concept or whatever it is that you're doing right Yes, well, yeah, that, that, that will, I will acknowledge there is the tiniest creator spark in my soul to, uh, to accomplish a task. This is true. So I have the time-stamped video. It'll be in the description. And I also took a, a transcript of what he said that I'm going to, to read off here because it is 
relevant and I like the way that he words things. So he says, Rio is externalizing two parts of herself. One is Rio as she is right now at this table. Another is Rio, but inspired. She's literally waiting for herself to become a different Rio. She's waiting for some weird combination of life circumstances, perhaps even just the weather. Something or someone says to her to be inspired because we can't manifest inspiration. It's kind of random when it comes to us, like something someone says in a certain mood. It's a song or it's whatever, some combination of independent factors that give you inspiration. And Rio, as a creative, is literally telling herself, I cannot be inspired unless the universe gives me that. She has depersonalized and externalized herself as Rio and inspired Rio. And I can't create as Rio, I can only create as inspired Rio. And I'm not even in control of when I am inspired. If you're doing that, you will never inspired. You will be borrowing inspired Rio for the time that she is present. Then he goes, continues to say, I have firsthand experience with it. I have this character in some ways. I still am this character talking about the character in the show. All the time I'm like, I want to create stuff, but I have to wait until I'm inspired. Right? I'm just Brady. I'm Euro Brady. But I have to wait until I'm inspired. Uh, only when inspired Brady comes around does he know how to write. That's a lie. I know how to write even when I'm not inspired, but for some reason I tell myself I need to wait until the time I'm this other person who I have no control over whether I am that person today or tomorrow. I have to wait for some weird combination of universal factors that make me inspired. So how do you manifest the inspired self? That is a good question. I genuinely think that it is not that far from where you are right now. You can, you can manifest the inspired self by sitting down and doing something right. I keep telling myself to write my next book. I need to be in the moment that you know where I will write the perfect opening line or whatever identity crisis I'm having about that. But honestly, the more that I wait for that, the less time I'm spending creating. If I could just sit down and write for 30 minutes, even if 25 of those minutes are wasted just sitting there thinking, trying to come up with the right words, and the last five minutes I come up with some of those words, I have a much closer chance of being inspired, Brady. Do not limit yourself to the inspired time. Right, you need... Uh, do not limit yourself to the inspired time. You need just to spend the time and inspired Brady or inspired whoever you are will come around. Right, but you need to have the... You need to be holding out on them. You sort of have to be expecting them, and you have to put out the bait, and that bait is when you're engaging in that creative process, even when you're not feeling creative. It's like turning on the lighthouse so that inspired Brady knows how to find you, because if you don't, you'll be waiting until he arrives on your shores with no guidance. You have to turn on the lighthouse. That is how you get inspired. Ooh, interesting. Okay, so how do you... I believe the question, right, is how does BAMPS turn on his lighthouse i know that you're creative i've i've seen some just amazing things you come up with what has your process been have you externalized it in the past is this your attempt to kind of get beyond that passive uh you know externalization of creative bamps you know what's what i guess i guess what what have you been what are you now what's the transition you know since i've started my new job i have had every day off so every Thursday because I don't have to work and because Susie is at work I'm kind of by myself so I go to this little diner that is not my house so that I'm not distracted by cats or the internet or anything else that's going on it's like oh the dishes or oh my laundry's done or I don't have any other reason and nothing else to do that distracts me from writing so I go to this diner and I sit there and I order breakfast to eat, and I take out my little journal, and I put it in front of me, and throw on some music, and start writing any of the crazy ideas that are in my head. So just like a, a stream of consciousness. You not don't quite, edit it, you don't, you, you just get it all out. Not quite stream of consciousness, because it's not journaling. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not doing this as some kind of self-help or meditative mm -hmm. sort of thing. This is strictly gaming oriented. So um, the first time I did it, I went and started writing a bunch of different details and ideas I had about this evil campaign stuff that's in my in my noodle here. Mm -hmm. I wrote, I've got five or so pages of this uh, half size sheet of paper. Uh, 
not quite back in front, but just of ideas, uh, ways that I want to run it, uh, stuff like, you know, starting at level four, uh, have everybody come up with a magic item that is like their their thing and for them to come up with a story behind why they don't have a long sword plus one they have you know skull splitter or the bone saw or some other crazy thing that uh has a little bit of story to it because uh, i consume a lot of actual play content and uh you should steal from it because there's a lot of good ideas out there so getting back to the getting inspired right Mm-hmm. You just naturally have things just like occurring in your head. You just have little ideas that swirl around, make idea babies, and then you decide to to get it out. I've done this. So my prepping in the past, uh, most recent was Seattle Knights running that mm-hmm. game. It is me first trying to figure out, well, what is the basic plot line? What is the basic premise? What do I want to do? But I don't want to make anything too confining because it's still it can't be on the rails. What is it going to be? And then it's uh, and then I made a server, and that's when I started putting like the NPCs, everybody that they would run into, everybody who they were, what their motivation was, all of it. They weren't like really statted unless I figured they would end up in some kind of interaction, and then they were statted. They were character sheets made. And also saved on the server I made. Uh, which it actually helped me. Uh, but now coming up with a new campaign, uh, I did the same thing. I made a server. I uh, found two wonderful people that are my sounding boards that I can bounce my ideas off of. But again, I have to wait for that to enter my brain. And then it has to mull there for a little while. And then I present it. And then I ask my sounding boards to please poke holes in it and they did so i i was like all right well i got to start back at at square one but one of the sounding boards presented something that triggered inspiration and it 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 like all fell into place i was like oh no this is it this is this is the whole thing uh so it is for me kind of i have to wait for that one thing that strikes for me to then be able to go yep this is it i can see the whole thing now so I kind of disagree with, with Brady there. Like, we have to just make it happen. I, I think for some people, something has to occur in order for it to strike. Well, but you had that initial idea. I had the initial idea, which was trash because they poked holes in it. Yeah, when is the last time you've written <laughs> anything in any context that was good on the first draft? Not many things, no. Never. Yeah, yeah never. never. <laughs> I, I will. I will leave. That's one thing. We all have varying styles. And we can all agree that our first drafts are trash and that uh, hopefully we can agree that part of the creative process is engaging with others who can help us. That's just an awesome benefit to have, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So cue, cue me bringing up my bullshit to y'all in the future. No, no to say, <laughs> bring my bullshit to my <laughs> it, it, And this is just the first step of that. Like, I have these ideas, and if we were to ever run these games, I we would sit down and we would talk about them session zero style. We would see what we found interesting and where to go from the different places. So it's not like that different. It is just the, uh, what's the word that I want? It is just writing down a bunch of first drafts of ideas to then be given to people to help iterate on. And more importantly, it's things that I would not have done if I did not get out of the house. You have to get out of the house. That's part. Of, that, that's how you summon creative ramps. Is you you sensory deprive a little, a little bit. Yeah, I don't trust deprive. myself to not, you know, get distracted. Like even when I am editing, right? I mm-hmm. do like two or three minutes of the recording. I click over. Oh, my Discord has a red dot on it. Let me see who's talking about something. Is There's it, a lot of things that can just pull your attention because because they're shiny. They're shiny and, oh, it's a lot easier. To, let me just click on this. Let me just watch this video. I'll get right back to this. But, you know, I, 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 get, I get that. Um, I, I most of the time can sit down and do it, but I do want to try this method as well. But I also feel that when I go out, like if I go and sit at a Starbucks or a diner or someplace, 
I will get caught up in the people watching and not really do a lot of work. That's my fear. Ah. Uh, you're a people watcher. I'm a people watcher. Do yourself a favor. Pick a seat that isn't pointed at people. Mm, that's true. That's true. Leo suggests uh, he's listening. Psychotron is also listening. Leo suggests I go sit at Nikki Blaine's and do this. <laughs> Frankly, uh, everything with the lighting would be great. Like that's, <laughs> um, I don't think it's a bad idea. If you have like a little light, one of those little like lights mm. attached to your to your book and can put a, you know like a little double yeah. A battery worth of light, boom, yeah, book light, <laughs> yeah, get book you a book light. light. I, I don't yeah. think it's bad. It, I mean, we're all different. My my big boogaboos are my ADHD mm-hmm. and my poor memory. Those are the things I have to fight. That, that's it. I have to, and, and I fight them with. I can't do this stuff ahead of time. I have to kind of like, like I have all these ideas and I write them somewhere and I'm trying to keep it in like one journal at a time. And it's like a, a, a keeping the embers burning, right? I'm just kind of like jotting down an idea. It's just a little idea, just a little idea here, just something here. But I can't build the whole thing in advance because I'll forget it all. So I, I kind of have to build it the night before so that when I come in the next day, it's all right there. And I wish that I had a stronger memory so that I could build. Because I've done that. I've, I've built. I've done the thing where I built all this shit two weeks in advance, and it is like it is just fucking gone. Like day of, I pull everything out, and it's like buying a module. Everything is foreign. Everything is. It was. It was previous cotton. Previous cotton had all kind of ideas. Current cotton didn't know what the fuck he's talking about. And so that's that's that sucks. So I kind of have to like do it all the day before. And I've always been a procrastinator. Do it at the last fucking second. Stay up till 2 a.m. Get up. Do it again. Show up with like the ink steel drying and the glue drying on the tokens. Uh, and I listen to a shit ton of uh, Skrillex. Just a <laughs> just a shit ton. I can't do lyrics because I'll sing it in my head. <laughs> you may have noticed. So I'll just uh, put on the entire Bangarang album and just plow through it, and it will just overwhelm all the ADHD with pure awesome noise. And I can sit there. Under the stress of procrastinating to last minute, and fucking pound it out. There you go. That is the, it's not good for your anxiety, by the way. If you please, please don't do this. If you have any no, any ability not, to have a memory, does what? not sound good for. Does not sound good for your anxiety at all. It's not. It's not. Let me suggest that you try doing it somewhere that is not your home. Like do your same thing. Like have a little black and white cow memo notebook that you had in high school or at least i know i had in high school and take your earbuds and go to a little diner and sit there with a cup of coffee and just go nuts i don't know i need for for me the prep also involves a lot of googling like oh, what the fuck does this monster do like cobalt cobalt fight club is my jam so yeah but you can go and like prep the stuff and then just make a note like all right google Google the stats for this or, or Google what I need for this when I get home, but you have it like, I guess, so you can like prep it. Yeah, add the specifics later, like Lil says. Add that stuff later, but you can go out, leave your phone at home, leave your computer at home, just you, pen, and notebook, and just write out the ideas. I have the ideas. Those are fine. I yeah. get those at work and I jot them down. That's, that's uh-huh. me. I, I don't and then you the, leave the them somewhere at work. And... We got Bam too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, no, yeah. because we're all what trying to learn from this, right? I mean, I'm trying to learn what is he doing. You know, he is he is he's my 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 GM Sherpa. What is he doing? Is it helping? Is it working? And how can I adopt this into my prep? Is what I'm trying to to get to. I, I, I like to. what he said. I, I like the, I mean, it's not a bad idea. At least, I, I should at least once do that. I like that. Go to a diner, go to a mm-hmm. place that's quiet, right? I physically am, am unable to be distracted. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a cup of coffee and just write this shit out. The general strokes, the broad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I actually have found that to be true when I am forced to do so. Like if I'm on a train and I literally can't get on my phone because I'm in the middle of fucking nowhere, I can get so much more done. Or if I'm traveling somewhere, like I'm on the plane, or uh, I went to like Europe a year and a half, two years ago, whatever it was, and uh, like I, I don't have internet or not much, so I, I was forced so <laughs> to, to not do that, to not be on Reddit. So, yeah, quiet, you know, 
but you can sit there with a book and you can not be distracted. It's it's awesome. Uh, it's just man, it's just I suck. It's hard to do. But for you, Bams, it isn't just a, a pencil and a notebook. You uh, you have like you said, you have your purse. I, I prefer to say bag uh, of items. Yes. Correct. Okay. What is what is what do you think? What are the key items that you bring to help get this done? So I'm still fine-tuning it because it's only been a little over a month that I've been doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, the first thing I have is a journal that I got off Amazon for like six bucks. It has two sets of uh, refillable papers that are like 80 pages or whatever. Um, the cool thing about these is the store that I bought it from, they have refills that you can have... Uh, either lined, blank, or dots so that you can write stuff, draw stuff, do whatever. There's a little bit of versatility to it, so you could have, like, one of the little internal notebooks be lined paper for writing on, and then the next one you can have it set up like a grid so you can draw dungeon maps or whatever. Um, I don't know if I like the size of this one. It's maybe, like, two inches bigger than my iPhone 13, and I don't have the big iPhone 13. I mean, I guess I could just pull up my... My Amazon listing and get its dimensions. Well, yeah, because I, I was hoping you'd also give us that link so we could include it in the dis- description as well. Yeah, I made a, a wish list for you guys. Yeah, a wish list. Also, we have a referral link, so this helps support the podcast when you buy shit through this referral link, right? Uh, that referral link doesn't work. God damn it. Amazon. I, I had set it up back in the beginning, but we mm-hmm. didn't get enough traction on using it. That to suit Amazon's mega corporation thing. Oh, that was a joke. I didn't know we we, we had one. Like for real? Yeah, okay. we had one. Yeah, because yeah. every time I ordered from Amazon, I would go through it. I every time, and then when he was like, "Yeah, it doesn't it doesn't work," and I'm like, "Oh, all right, well then." There's like I a three month trial period or something. You need to hash traffic through it or something like mm-hmm. that. It. Uh, we do have a drive through RPG affiliate link that does work and has gotten us, I think, two different books from there for, mm-hmm. for free so thanks to everybody who's been using those yeah so the the journal notebook is four and three quarters by it, it's five by eight no oh. so it's it's a little on the small side but it was like mm-hmm. six bucks and i bought it because i'm like i don't know if this is going to be a thing that works out for me or if it's going to be something that uh i'm going to hate doing so that was the the First and most important thing. Uh, second thing that I got was a pen case with a little something to put a couple of pens in because I had asked a couple of people on some role playing discords about like what would you take as your your prep stuff, and some of the things that they mentioned were highlighter, pencil, pen, and uh, one of those thin sharpies, the little felt tip guys. So you can really, really good odds and stuff. Uh, I also picked up one of the five and one black, blue, red, and green inked pens so that I can have a little variety in what I write in in case it's something that I want to uh, almost annotate for coming back to later. Uh, one of the things my most recent time out was writing a bit of the timeline of Springfield for the Vampire game. And as I was going through it, the different NPC names uh, I wrote in, uh, I wrote in a different colored ink so that I you could browse through it and find that. But it looks like the, the blue ink turned into black ink, or it's just really close in color. Uh, the green ink comes up nicely, though, for when I write the, uh, the PC's names. So I can scroll through it real quick and pick out, oh, there's Missy's name instead of the giant mess of ink that is my handwriting. Uh, a couple little binder clips, because the next thing in here is a pack of index cards in different colors. And this is what I wrote down the Hunter stats on, so that I could have them out in front of me. And uh, easily accessible. And as we went through things, I could... Uh, this guy is dead. I'll just go put him over here in a pile. This person's captured. I'll put them off to the other side. I probably won't need them again. Rather than having big sheets of paper or managing... I would have had to manage nine different 
roll 20 character sheets that night, which is not something I was looking for. One of the things that you had questioned me about why I had it in here was I have this little protractor that's got a, a little arm that swings on it for different angles. This is mostly just a straight edge for drawing little boxes on the index cards for health boxes or just lines to help me organize things. Um, it was like three bucks. It's a straight edge that has some, uh, it's a pro has a curve to it if I ever need a, a regular curve. What else do I got in here? That's, and then just a good eraser because the eraser tops on mechanical pencils tend to suck. Oh, I can back you up here. I do buy yeah. actual erasers. <laughs> like the little ones like pop out, like you slide them forward. Oh, okay. The like the click. little pens that click through. Yeah. I've yeah. seen those. Yeah. Oh, so satisfying. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then I have a whole, uh, on the one, I have two lists made up. One is just like the basic thing that I have. And the other one, air quotes, advanced, because I got some other stuff in here. Um, mm. So I have both the, the little sling bag and the little backpack bag that... Mm -hmm. Uh, one is for my work junk. The other is for this this DM purse. So those are the the big things, so that I can have a variety in how I write with the different colored inks, with the thicker, heavier felt tip sharpie if I need to underline or draw something really bold. Uh, the highlighter in case you need to highlight stuff. The binder clip for taking care of uh, managing the index cards when I tear them out of the little thing and the journal, and the eraser. I only have a old iPad Lake 2, mm -hmm. so that's uh, it's a little outdated. And so at this point, I have PDFs on my phone and PDFs oh. on my Google Drive for anything that I don't actually have on my phone. Mm -hmm. Okay, so you don't bring the books. Like, you didn't bring your, your vampire book with you. Nah. Okay. Mostly because uh, I don't want to talk to people and having a giant book spread out on the diner table is not only an invitation for it to get food stuff, spill a drink, or have people ask questions about it. Hmm. Okay. All right. So you sit at your table, you have your journal out, you have your index cards, you're doing all of getting all this information out. Has, uh, I don't know how to phrase the question. Have you found like at any moment while you're doing this, like a, oh, oh, shit, I wish I had, or, oh, I'm lacking, or, oh, I have to remember when I get home to, to check this thing, or, or... Not yet. Okay, okay. I haven't been doing anything with games that care about balance like D&D &D pretends to, mm -hmm. so it doesn't really <laughs> matter all that much. Okay. And Cotton, then... you laugh. <laughs> And you laugh, but tell me that you couldn't have thrown higher CR or more enemies at your players at multiple occasions than what Kobold Fight Club has told you. Yes. God, what a, what a, what a dead-on fucking hit. Uh, yes, the, the Kobold Fight Club is soft-handed, at least now, at the, at the mid-tiers, where you're not going to get killed by a random crit. Yeah, Kobold Fight Club is fucking soft-handed. Yeah, like... But it's an eyeball... It's an I. It's some. It gives you something, you know, and maybe it's assuming your players are dumb or they don't want to use any resources. I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm with you. Like, I get the idea of it softballing because it is, it is a public resource. It is not a personal resource, so it has to go by what the book by default assumes that you have. It can't be like you should just give your players five deadly encounters a day, and then it's on them to figure out. It's my uh, my thought process on it. Fuck them. <laughs> Fuck them, yeah! Let whatever god they pray to sort them out. Five, five, it's weird that my party just had their first daily encounter. And it, it felt tough, but not like they were fucked. I don't know. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't want to get into that discussion. But yes, I, I agree. D&D &D balances the thing. That it attempts. And I'm going to give you a, a heads up. It's going to get worse. Is they're going to keep getting more and more powerful, and the game does not scale like you're hoping it scales. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like D and D six or something. Okay, so so oh, no. okay, so good to know. So as they scale up, I, I just keep. I, I need to like lean in the accelerator. Okay. Yeah, just just stop worrying about balance. It's not your problem. 
<laughs> All right, let's get back on track. Yeah, we're talking about D and D. I'm not talking so, about D. <laughs> I gotta keep. I gotta keep uh, cotton on track. All right, so this is if you are like con- totally creating your own campaign. How does this method change for someone like Cotton who has a module that they're running? How would you incorporate this prep towards that? Uh, in that case, you would probably have to bring the source material with you. Uh, maybe choose a less public place. To, like, Nikki Blaine's is it's a little bit more private than going to this local di- Um, So it's not like... Because you're doing more reading than more writing, right? Because you're preparing yourself for the module, you're familiarizing yourself with what is, with what is going on, and what is going to be going on. So it's like you're gonna want some place that's not going to have as much background noise, like the local sports team playing some kind of game on TV, or them playing the view on that's talking to you. Although I put in earbuds and drown out the world, so that's me. But I also feel like modules are a much smaller scale of what is of what most tabletop game sessions are. Like comparatively speaking, the amount of people that run modules versus the amount of people that are running something off the wall is is very different. So okay. you know you have the module; it's all there, so you don't have to do as much because you have that as your source. Whereas what you're doing is just creating everything out of thin air. So that's why. You, you want to be organized and prepared, especially for something as big as the combat that we had in those episodes. Yeah, that was that was the roughest thing we've done in a while mm-hmm. as far as recording and intensity. I would take my, my module book and I would get things like the King of Feathers and I would write relevant parts of their stat block on a little index card so I didn't have to have the book in front of me. I could just have a little index card and that mm-hmm. would be like... You know, here you go. Okay. Um, Which I have done. I have an index card with all the little fucker stats. Yeah. And I bet you can't wait to drop in there on your players. Oh, I have a whole. We're not. You know what? You know what? We're not gonna do that. But yes, one hundred percent. Yes. You should totally go to a dollar store or something like that and find an actual little plastic T Rex thing. And I have a raptor, but it's. I thought it was a T Rex. And I got home, I'm like, fuck, this is just a raptor. Is it significantly large compared to their miniatures? 100%, yes. All right, they won't, it don't matter. That's, yeah, it's coming out. This big motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate how much we were sympathetical with that. I want a goddamn dinosaur. Good times. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's going to be the one thing where, like, the notes for his HP are wherever the fuck I want them to be. Uh, wow. Yeah, I'm cheating. I am. Wow. <laughs> He's trying to be consistent and fair to the players, and you're like, it's whatever I want, damn it. Big dinosaur, cool. There we go. There we go. That's I'm on that team. So. <laughs> I Last year, when I went away with uh, family vacations, Susie's nephew and their son is into D&D. So I'm like, oh, we got to do something cool then while we're trapped in this house for them of the week. So I saw that they had this white dragon, adult or ancient white dragon mini that was on sale. It's not a mini at this point. The thing's like a soccer ball in size. I was like, cool, I'm going to bring some pre-gen characters and we're going to play some D&D. And if he manages to kill this soccer ball sized dragon, they're going to get to take it home. I gave that thing a hundred extra HPs because they kept killing it. Like they, they're supposed to have like two hundred. I gave yeah. it three because it was almost dead. Like it hasn't done cool shit yet. Hold on. Yeah, I am learning that one, but that's that's a uh, a different deal. So on 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 the topic of your prep, which I am fascinated in and interested in the philosophy of quiet place, chill that spot, right? And it sounds like you have a fairly limited tool set. Like you can bring more shit. You could have a bag. You you have a bag, but a bag. are you? Is is it a case of you don't want to have too many golf clubs, right? Or is it is that just all that you need? What other golf clubs would you suggest that I bring? Okay, you can go. You can go. I mean, it, it depends on how big that dining table is and how embarrassed in public you're willing to be. Uh, so you have your highlighter. You got pencils. Yeah. Uh, I mean, do you have a pen, right? And you have multiple colors on the thing. But do you have like index cards there with you? Yeah. Do you have uh, I don't know, like paper clips and he shit? Said- 
he said index cards that were multicolored and binder clips. Okay, so you get so you do bring the full. Mm -hmm. I guess I was thinking about like the rest of the shit in my kit. So, what, what is the rest I have of stuff in your kit? It's very crafty bullshit. I've got like <laughs> Elmer's just, glue and pom poms and pipe cleaners. I don't have the pom poms. You said, but now that you say shit. it, <laughs> <laughs> like I, I, I'm embarrassed. Anyway. So do you have all the shit? That, is there anything you don't bring? I'll put it that way. Is there anything that you have that you would normally have for your prep when you were at home and you were doing the whole I'm in the comfort of my house deal that you don't bring with you? Uh, or just no. I didn't do any prep at home because oh. <laughs> I was every time okay. and, and thinking about doing it, uh, I would get distracted. That's slightly mm -hmm. a lie because I remember we had a conversation the other day talking about uh, the kindred population of Springfield, and I made a list. And then talking with Oz, I think during the campaign diary thing, the last one, uh, we were talking about disciplines, and I went through and I put everybody from the kindred population of Springfield list on the discipline list and color-coded that. But that is kind of stuff that I wouldn't do out because the idea of typing in a whole bunch of stuff on an Excel spreadsheet on your phone sounds like a nightmare. Okay. So, and you don't have a laptop, right? No. Would you, if let's say you did, would you bring your laptop or is there something in the physical act of writing? Is there something about the free form of the paper or is it just, you ain't got a laptop? You don't, you don't have don't, those premium Google sheets. I don't think I would bring a laptop because then I'm only cutting out the cats and like my fridge you know it, what if what if i gave you a laptop and i broke the network card with a pair of pliers i mean one of the things i was looking for and thinking about purchasing was something like a just pdf something like i i think like a kindle where it doesn't have room for discord or youtube or any of the rest of that stuff on it where it was just this is an e-reader that reads pdfs period uh, i thought about looking about getting something like that to load pdfs for different games on but uh i stopped looking because i was like these are not cheap like everything else in this little kit is the the journal was six dollars the pens were like four or five dollars for 12 of them the pencil case was 10 bucks you know, I didn't want to spend here's seventy five to a hundred dollars on an e reader that I don't really need outside of this situation because I I have an iPad. It's a little old, but you know it still mostly functions. I have my phone. I have my computer at home, so I don't need this other technological device. I mean, it makes sense not to bring the laptop because that is bringing a lot of distraction with you. You yes. can end up going down a, a rabbit hole on YouTube or get into a conversation in discord or you know start playing a game you know i i get that all right so we we've done that uh, that episode that is in it's over pretty much right by now so what do you do with all the stuff the index cards the i mean like do you keep it do you store it do you use it as reference later do you they are currently still sitting in the journal. There's a little plastic uh, like Ziploc bag top thing that is a little sleeve for you to put things in in the back of the this one that I got. Mm -hmm. um, so they're currently still sitting in there. And due to the outcome of se session, the ongoing fate of some of those NPCs is still in question. So... For the moment, I'm hanging on to them, at the very least. And if you haven't, because I asked for this on the Discord, uh, think back to the Knocking on Heaven Doors episode. And if you have any questions or comments, please send them to me or Oz so that we can talk about them on the Campaign Diary, because we're going to do a whole Campaign Diary episode. After that, after uh, Season 2 of Empire, or maybe even Season 3, I'll probably just throw them out. You know, I have digital pictures of them on my phone that I can upload to a drive somewhere. And it's just like, that's that's that. 
so you wouldn't keep them as previous made source material that you could possibly reskin in the future since you did all that work that you could just like reskin in the future for some other encounter probably not once we finish vampire um just because we jump around to a bunch of different systems like the only thing we've really played more than once is call of cthulhu and alien oh i guess that's a lie i'm sorry i'm terrible because we've also played seattle nights yeah i'm a liar no, no. i still have the server for seattle nights i'm afraid i don't want to get rid of it because all the info's on it sure but that's digital <laughs> yeah yeah no i, I get it I would take my digital pictures of the index cards that I made and I would upload them. I could mm -hmm. put them on a folder on my drive and just have it sit there. And if for some other reason I needed to go and reference it, uh, I would be able to. But rather yes. than have them on me for some reason that I may or may not need, because I don't know about you guys, but I used to put all kinds of shit in my wallet. Mm -hmm. thinking oh here's a receipt that i might need or oh i got this gift card or something like that and let me tell you when i pared my wallet down to just my id my debit card my credit card and my uh health insurance stuff mm -hmm. it's so much smaller than what i used to carry it's wonderful mm-hmm no, no, I'm I'm big on I I purge things all the time. I don't like to have yeah. stuff clutter around. See, so you would throw those index cards out. Uh, you know, so in the past, I, when I've done a Cthulhu game, uh, like back in the day when it was face to face and I made props and everything, I did get rid of all that stuff. And I'm kind of sad. Like I wish I kept it all, but I understand that you, you I, that's to me that would be like hoarding. There's no reason to do that. But I think if I if I did this method and I went to like Starbucks and and did all my index cards, I think I would bring them back, and I would have to input input them on the server I made for the upcoming campaign, and I'd have to have channels for all the NPCs and their stats and all of that, like what you showed. You you just put up pictures of your index cards. I would have to put them in my server. Yeah. Um, because I want to keep that info because if anybody asked anything or I needed to, to refer to it for something, I want to have it. Yeah. Um, and that's legit. But yeah. like there, there they are. Yeah. Uh, I will say though, that making props and stuff like that is cool. Mm -hmm. And I would probably keep those on a shelf. Yeah. Somewhere depending on what they are and how well they were made because that's cool. Cotton, do you have any more questions? Yeah. Is there anything ritualistic about it? Um, I, I don't know. A certain cup of coffee you have, you know, place everything out in the right order. Is there something you do to kind of like, and, and maybe just going to the diner is a part of that. Like, on, do you walk there? Do you take a cab there? How do you, how do you get to your diner? I drive. Okay, you drive. I don't know. It's I, I figured you live in one of those urban dystopias that we in Mississippi only hear about, and there's some type of flying jet Uber. And you had to pay in credits. I don't know. The point. <laughs> uh, Cotton, let me let me break some illusions for you right now. Ready? <laughs> I I see horses on the regular when I go to Walmart because the Amish have taken their horse and buggy to to the Walmart. Okay. Well, damn. That is quite. That is, that is more rural than I gave you credit for. My illusions have been burst. So you get there. You get there. Do you get a certain drink? Right. Do you get a cup of coffee? I get Pepsi float? because Pepsi is the superior drink. Christ, fucking Yankees. Uh, that is a thing to say. So, moving forward. Okay. <laughs> I have a few things to order from, but that's just because those are the things that I like to get from the diner. It's, okay, so... It's one of those places that has a huge menu that's got all kinds of stuff on it, but there's really only like three or four things on it that are any good, and those three or four things differ from person to person. So, really, you're just like this, uh, one of those, like... Um... You know, honeycombs you pull right from the beehive, and all you gotta do is remove that cap of Reddit and Discord and cats, and then like the honey flows, like you're good to go. You just—it's not about adding or doing; it's about removing the problems. And then look at me split. You're ready to rock. Uh, I think that is actually the the big part of it is removing these other distractions and influences that get in 
like you, you have all these ideas and it's easy to have ideas, but when you go to write them down, it always feels like, uh, now I got to do this thing. And the act of doing the thing is the part that's difficult. Cool. I think that's super interesting because it is in no way like me. Jupiter, how would you compare contrast this to your shit? <laughs> your, your process, your process. Um... So I don't have as much of a hard time of uh, of the distractions when I'm prepping for a game because uh, I definitely, if there's a deadline, I know, like I'll save that prep for like a few days before that deadline. And then that helps me to like focus on it and get it done. Uh, so that I do, I do want to stop the procrastinating, which is why I want to maybe try this. I want to try this idea to see if that helps me just kind of get things going instead of waiting till like the week before it's due and then uh oh uh try to scramble to get it done um you don't like to scramble that's not your creative I don't state. I don't like to I don't like the I don't like that I procrastinate and I think this would help me go all right this is the day you go and do this this is what you get done and and just doing it I am curious though Bamps do you find like so you've only done this you said for what three four times now that you've gone out it's been a little over a month i think okay so the first time you do it it, it all right it's great like do you find that as you keep doing it like has it trained your mind to like be more creative to have more ideas or to be more inspired because you're doing it I think it's focused a little bit. Uh, mm-hmm. As an example, the last time I went out, um, it was shortly after, it was the week after Oz and I sat down and did the last campaign diary wherein we talked about the prince a bunch um, and some of her backstory and stuff. So the next time that Thursday after that, when I went, I started writing down some of the history of Springfield and where that stuff has gone. Because um, the overall history of Springfield isn't super depth. We have like 50 years ago, the, the Sabat pack came through 25 years ago, new Prince took over um, and that kind of stuff. And then it's like, okay, well this is when, when about Jimmy and Missy were embraced. And this is kind of when uh, this other thing happened just in you know vague terms um but not having it out somewhere it was always just kind of like where what else am i fitting in here what else is going on uh because of the stuff that in particular in season two of vampire that has crept up is stuff that i never thought about in regards to the prince the sheriff and the city's backstory they had their ideas and then we started playing and then especially in season two with all of the stuff aspects of their backstory was further fleshed out that i had never conceived of in the original timeline that uh was way back when so it was helpful to be able to write in some of those things into the history okay no that's good all right i'm curious what y'all's when you're doing your prep, what your like emotional state is? Uh, are you are you amped? Is it relaxing? Is it slow? Is it methodical? Is it steady? Is it in spurts? I think I'm amped with a uh, smidge of anxiety. Like, is this good or do I just think it's good? Or is this gonna work or do I just think it works? Okay. I am excited to do it. I am excited to prepare something for the players that I hope they'll enjoy. Uh, I have not paid attention to my emotional status at the times of doing it. I will speak coming up. I will try to get a thought on that. Mostly a lot of the stuff so far hasn't been, the words, uh, hasn't been stuff that's got a timeline on it. Like this evil campaign stuff that I wrote down, that may never get played. Like it just might not. Um, I haven't written down anything else. No, the, the other crazy ideas in my head as far as other campaigns and settings and systems to run. I was really focused when I was writing out the Hunter stat blocks because I'm like, I want to get these done before we have to have this recording 
so that this way I'm not worried about it and I don't rush it. Um, I also had to draw, think up the, the way I was going to air quotes design their little stat blocks and the things that I was going to put on it that would be relevant for uh, for playtime. But that was the only like actual emotional response I think I can can recall from that. Interesting. My, yeah. Mine is like I am fr- I I slowly freak out starting. <laughs> depending on how many days away it is and then the night before I just start screaming at 10pm and don't stop until 5.30pm the next day when the game's over. That's how it feels. Well, <laughs> do yourself a favor and try to uh, try to go out and have lunch and do some reading, do some writing, do something well in advance of the uh, the due date. I don't know. This do, is do this you, is my jam. I know it's not good, but like there's a part of me that totally craves it. So I did everything in college. Like sure. I wrote every paper the night before, two o'clock in the morning. You know, I I, I finished writing the twenty fifth page at four a.m. Turn it at nine a.m. Sure. No, I, I did the same thing all through high school and stuff. Like I I get it. Just because it's a bad habit doesn't or. Yeah, just because it's a bad habit doesn't mean that you can't change it. Yeah, just because it's a bad habit doesn't mean it's a good idea. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So here's what I want you to do, right? You have a do you have a day off this coming week that you are free that like you can just go out and not have to bother the wife? Uh, like a Saturday? Because I because like I go out on Thursday because Susie's not home and I can't, I don't want to be like, all right, uh. Bye, Susie. I'm going to go have lunch and do some writing and leave you here at home alone. You know, if, as if I was doing it on the weekend. But how long are you there for? You're there for like an hour, hour and a half? Or are you there for like eight hours? Oh, it's it's not that long. It's maybe two. Maybe two hours. So like maybe he could do it. Like maybe you could do it gotten on like your lunch break. Lunch, lunch break? What is that? You don't get lunch Oh, okay. I mean, I do, but I can't, like, reason. I, I do, but I'm bad about not taking it. <laughs> like, frankly. Or if I do, I don't want to be, like, I don't know. I can't, I can't fire it up and then get through it and be in the headspace for work. I, I, I have a journal I'll take to work when it's slow, and I'll write my ideas there. And that's where a lot of general shit comes from, like uh-huh. broad strokes. 50% of which will be on the cutting room floor by the time it's all said and done. That's just like the bones, just the basic ideas, people, places, things. Uh, how do I twist this into that? How do I get it from me? You know, th- these are the things. What do I need to get done, right? What, what do I need to accomplish? How do I get there? And it's mostly just sort of stream of consciousness. How do I feel, right? Yeah. But the day before, that's when I start making the stat sheets, printing out the index cards. Get, uh, ma- you know, making a uh, a giant eight by eleven image file with all these tokens I'm going to be because I hand make every token, and so I'm like, okay, I need to have four one T and I need to have three basilisk and I need to have uh, one one T like pit boss motherfucker and I need to print all this shit out. Make sure I have the glue and the wood slugs and the and the little glass cabochons and get all that fucking shit done. And uh, tomorrow I have to print all that out. What text do I need? Do I have all the like all the stuff? Is all of that prep anything extra that I want to have done? Um, so it's a lot of the work, like D and D, is very mechanic intensive. Like Shadowrun, it's like oh, there's a mook and you're gonna shoot him, and he's gonna have some hit points and maybe a cool gun effect or two. D, you know, and I have to learn all these like specific mechanics of this shit and like fit it into my prep box and make sure I have the maps and which maps I'm gonna. It's a lot of like rinky dink ticky tack shit and all that is the night before that I, and, you know, that I'm trying to like come up with X numbers of encounters or I'm trolling through like five E tools dot whatever to put a, a, a baddie as the, as the, as the meat behind who I want. Like, I know I want this guy named Yaru, the spy master, and he's a Juan T, but I don't want him to be a base Juan T Malison because they fought like 30 of those motherfuckers. So he's going to be uh, an assassin or uh, like this one priest. It's like a Kraken, Something or other, because it fits the stats that I kind of sort of need, and I'm just going to slap a snakeskin on her. Call it a day. That kind of shit is... It's very mechanical, right? This isn't ideas or plots or stories. It's all this, like, very mechanically shit. It's, it's building the thing, right? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. That's that's that night before. That's what takes up so much time. And some of that stuff you can't do out, because you don't have... You don't want to set up with 
glue and stuff in a in a public place and just be like arts and crafts. There was a point at work before I got my promotion that I, I would hundred percent had like thirty six tokens drying on my desk. So anyway, your your challenge here is to try this. Go out to the little diner to a Starbucks or something like that. Come home with a nice coffee for the wife or whatever. But write some of that homework that you have assigned to you. Okay. All right. I think I can do that. At least just to practice it. Because I have... For science. In, in my head, the next place they would do after this Tomb of Annihilation thing ends. And that is where much creative writing needs to happen. You know, there's no, there's, there's no mechanics there. That's months in the future. So I just need to sit my happy ass down and do the thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I will I will do that. I will find somewhere that is not my house, that does not work. Uh, and I will see how many... I, I, I mean, I don't know if I can measure it, what it would be. Jupiter, maybe join me in this quest. We will, we will find somewhere. We will be challenged together. And anyone else out there listening can do it. And I may see how many pages I crank out or how many ideas I have or how much progress I feel, uh, etc. I asked you earlier about the ritual and whatnot. And this is going to sound pretentious as fuck. But I have, like, Mitsubishi pencils because I like Googled, like, what are fancy, fancy pencils? And those are apparently oh. them. And I have this, like, journal I got from Piccadilly.com. And it's, like, leather or faux leather bound. And it has acid-free, like, thick paper that it just feels so great to write on. So I have to have, like, some pretentious bullshit. Like, I I, I would not feel good doing my shit with, like, one of those three-in-one pens with a shitty blue pen, a shitty red pen, and a shitty black pen. Wow. I would need, like, my fountain pen. I need some pretentious bullshit. I need some pretentiary. I gotta, like, get my nice shit together, you know? On the expanded GM prep Amazon wish list that I just shared, one of the things on there is a write in the rain pen, which is, uh, it's not super bougie, but it's slightly bougie. They're like $10 a hit or something like that, but they've got pressurized ink refills on them and they're waterproof. So if you spill shit on your, your journal or your papers that you're writing on, it doesn't ruin the ink. Okay. Slightly bougie. Uh, we can talk about bougie shit later too. The the other thing, because Jupe had mentioned in the Discord that you like to go for walks and that's where you do some of your thinking for GMing stuff. Yes. So one of the ideas I had was those little micro cassette recorders. Well they make them nowadays that are Bluetooth and they can sync with your phone and your uh, computer and stuff. And it's something you could carry around while you go on these walks, while you're getting your exercise in. Rather than stop, pull out paper and pen and and write stuff down, uh, you could just record yourself real quick what your idea is. And later when you get back home, you have it recorded so you don't forget it. I remember you telling me this, and I thought about it, and my fear is that it would be an incarnation of the D&D spell Dissonant Whispers. It would just be a maddening cacophony of, no, that's dumb, but wait, this, but over here, this, and that's shiny over there. It would just be... Well, you don't record the whole thought process. You go through the thought process in your head, and then when you're like, that's the good idea, you record the good idea. Oh, God, that's an asshole. That sounds tedious. Like, I'm walking, and I'm holding a recorder, and I'm like... Quick. All right. So in comparison, the economy is completely funded by on the salt trade. You know, I didn't realize you were so out of shape. <laughs> you know, you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe let's not assume the fitness level of fucking D and D nerds. Maybe, maybe let's just let's just maybe bunt on that particular issue. But, uh, All I heard was it's tedious to walk and talk at the same time. It is. I, I'm a man. We don't multitask for shit. I can't breathe and talk. That's why I usually just sit. I will bet right now you are pacing. But, uh, <laughs> yes, I pay. I literally pace throughout the entire house, which drives my wife insane because there's no respite for me. There's no escape. I'm going to be talking to other people in a conversation you can't hear. Yeah, I've been walking through this entire house wearing a hole in the floor. Okay. So in, instead of having a headset on, you would just have a little thing that is the size of your phone. And technically, I am sure there are apps you could download on your phone that would let you record a quick voice thing that you could then access later. What I need is to go full douchebag and have a Bluetooth 
connector for this giant goddamn headset and boom mic, and then just be walking down the road like a fucking nut talking to himself. There we go. I like that. But uh, out, outside of that, outside of that, do they make Bluetooth mics? Is that a thing? That might actually fucking... What do I they do? Am, I am willing to bet that most earbuds that don't suck and aren't cheap have microphones that you can use to talk into. Okay. I might do that. That would cost money. I will at least do the first thing, and I will consider that. I'm going to go for a walk this week as well, in addition to the challenge you have put forth for me. I'm going to see. I'm just going to like get a feel for how my ideas are flowing. I'm, 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 I want to take a purposeful walk to and, and explore that before I go out and like spend X dollars on a thing about. You have an iPhone or Android? Uh, Android. Right, hold on. This is happening live, folks. If you're <laughs> if if you heard a long pause here, uh, our bad. And if you didn't, thanks, editor. There you go. <laughs> there, I just googled Android order app. So you can download this app on your phone while you're going before you go for your walk, and then you can just crack it open when you're out and about when you have a gear that you don't want to forget, and you can just be like, "Hello, phone." Please record to me, and then when you get back home later, you can write it down wherever you want to write it down. Oh, thank you. This is something else that I have realized uh, before we got started talking about my feet, in that my feet are always cold and have been for the 40-some years that I've been alive. And I've only just recently bought heated insoles for my slippers from around the house so that my feet aren't freezing. And it's like, this is something I could have bought 20 years ago. Why didn't I buy this kind of thing? So it's like, man, I could voice record this stuff, but here you go. I like that. Fuck your bougie writing utensils, Cotton. Fucking heated shoes! <laughs> <laughs> so I will go out Friday morning. I'll get up early before work. I'll go have breakfast, and I will try to... I will get my main NPCs statted out. That that that's what I will do this week. Cotton, you're gonna go for a walk and you're going to record ideas, right? Yes, I will I will do that. I will record the ideas. I will go for a walk and I will record a bunch of ideas and I have my uh I have a I do have a specific book, notebook for like the next thing I was thinking of, the homebrew. It was on my list of things to do. So I want to refresh that shit. I'm gonna go for that walk. There you go. Cool. And we All will right. report back. When do we report back? We do it. Do we do it next next recording? Do we do it separately? No, Which one do? That next recording. We'll we'll do it probably when you have your next uh, table game. That was yesterday. When we do your next when we do your next check in. <laughs> right. That's when we'll we, do it. Okay. We, which we played yesterday. So yes, yeah, so we're I'm ready yeah. when you are. And we want to do this walk walking talk thing. <laughs> I'm gonna call it a walkie talkie. Okay. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right, well, I think that's going to wrap it up, guys. If you have any questions for BAMPS, please should be sure to ask him. If you have a different uh, prepping ritual, let us know what it is, and maybe we can adopt some of those ideas as well. well yeah, I would, I would love to hear it. Yeah. Thank you, BAMPS, for, for coming and, and talking to us tonight. You're welcome. All right. Bye. 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 Thanks for listening.